directly from the launch pad. Bringing blue collar to your cell tower. The rock and roll libertarian himself. It's time to blast off with Johnny Rocket. And you gotta dig that rockabilly scene. I know you gotta dig that hip hop high. And you gotta dig an old sub 45. Hey, this is Johnny Rocket, and I'm here with Sherry, voluntary Sherry. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me, Johnny. All right, on. So, how you been? I'm doing good, you know, just staying socially distanced over here in, in Tennessee. <laughs> uh, yeah, the six feet distance, right? That's right. supposed to make a fucking difference, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. but like Makes now dating hard. Yeah, I know, right? Well, now they're saying that like the gas pumps are like the worst thing you can even touch huh. because everybody touches the gas pump. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like money. You know, money's the same. You always hear money is so filthy, dirty. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I it can really imagine. Is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. after like, it, it, especially with a virus that can hold on for like two weeks at a time, right? Supposedly, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that all this is garbage. I'm not, but I have to question mm-hmm. shit because if we don't, that's not patriotism. I mean, that's just ignorance right. and that's just buying right. into the mainstream bullshit. Now, uh, granted, I, I, I don't know what your take is 100% on the coronavirus. All I'm saying is I really worry for our liberty and in regards to liberty, I don't know what people are, what people are actually willing to give up for a little bit of safety, you know, in, in yeah. this trying times as people like to say. But I mean, to me, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. What's your take? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to know what to believe actually about the virus and Mm -hmm. where it comes from and how it is affecting people. But the one thing that we do know is that the government is not going to let this crisis go to waste and that they are already taking some pretty draconian measures. And, you know, speaking with some friends who are more in the know than I am, um, they're pretty concerned about this stuff. And, you can see it in, in on places like Twitter, uh, where people are actually calling for a Chinese style attack on this this virus. A Chinese style crackdown on people is what they really mean. Right. And and it's really that's terrifying because these people, I don't know if they're just ignorant or evil, but I've seen some of the videos leaked out of China that they don't want you to see where they're freaking welding people into their houses or they're dragging them off. Like just police just come and start dragging people off and they're kicking and screaming. And it's, that's friggin' scary. And it's not it something yeah. that we, we would want to have here. And, you know, I, I just feel like people's rights are not subject to even pandemics. You I agree. have the right to you, to yourself and your property. And um, it's scary when, the government takes something like this and uses it to really do a huge power grab because as you and I both know, they don't come, we don't come back from that. They don't, they, they don't never, back off those yeah, things. They never relinquish their powers. <laughs> like, okay, we've done enough. All right, guys, back to normal. Never happens, right? Right. What I was saying though is regarding, you know, the coronavirus. I mean, I've, I did a hate speech and some people had reported me. And what I found was funny was wow. even libertarians are reporting me. Like fucking wow. libertarians, our so-called mm-hmm. libertarians are reporting me. Right. Well, that's not what the news said. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not discrediting that this you know virus is deadly. I'm not saying that, but at mm-hmm. what expense compared to what? And again, we right. have to kind of keep ourselves in perspective that yes, this could be a very dangerous thing. I don't know. 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not a scientist. I don't have that information. But what I can tell you is no matter what, you should always have the freedom and liberty to go out if you choose. You make that risk. You mm -hmm. gotta have that self-responsibility. You have to make those choices for yourself. And businesses yeah. need to make those choices for themselves. And if they are harming other people, then don't order from them. Or if right. you, you know, if you want to go outside and get some fresh air, you should have that right. You are taking a risk, right? Supposedly, right? So yeah. I don't know for certain, but even if you do, there's some statistics saying that maybe it's not as bad as they're trying to make it out to be. Let's just say there is a virus, it's killing people. Sure, but what, what, what's your thought on this? Because I, I mean, I'm just saying that from my perspective, what I'm reading is a lot of people are getting sick. However, a lot of people are surviving and they're fine. What's your thoughts? Yeah. What have you figured out? Well, I guess that for me, my bottom line is regardless of what the crisis actually is and how bad it, it may be, there seems to be a lot of um, misconceptions out there about how many people actually have this and whatnot. But, but that aside, I think it all boils down to me to that liberty and safety are not synonyms. I agree. And that you have to have liberty. If we don't have liberty, then we can't react when we need to, to do what our our needs for our individuals, ourselves and our families are. And so when you give a, a state power to hold you and contain you in a certain area, then your chances of surviving an actual situation where you need to get yourself away from people are difficult. I mean, if you look at they've kept immigrants and prisons and all those kinds of things, those people are still just bunched in together. And uh, it just shows you they're not really concerned about human life. I, I don't think that that's the main concern of the state. Now, the the caregivers, sure, and the the scientists and the doctors, but we have to remember too, and it, it gets all clouded and all the reports and different information coming out, but the government is actually the thing that made this situation much, much worse. There were scientists beforehand saying, we need to do testing, we can develop test kits, and the CDC told them, check with the FDA. You need to get approval. Sure. You need to go through the red tape. And then the FDA is like, yeah, you got to go through this. And the, I, one article that I had posted, it's it talks about how these scientists just went and did a study on their own against the law because they knew the information was needed. Um, so it's. Yeah. It's, uh, and that was in Washington strange, state. Yeah. Well, that was for yeah, testing. Exactly. Right. So they, there's mm -hmm. a plant in South Carolina or North Carolina. I can't remember. I get them confused. I don't live out there. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically they're saying like, yeah, we have a, we have a, a testing kit that's available. It's mm -hmm. like a pregnancy test. Not a big deal. You can go down the store, buy it. It's like nothing. It doesn't cost shit. Right. But the CDC is like, no, no, it goes against FDA and the FDA has to approve this before they are able to fucking right. release it to the public. And it's like, it's a fucking test, dude. It's not like right. we're giving, we're putting something in your body. Even that is, that should be your choice, Right. But right. regardless of that, that's ridiculous. But but on top of that, there are people who may need to know if they're fucking, you know, infected, if that's right. the case. But they won't even allow that. The CDC, like you said, are the only ones who are able to fucking release this, right? Right. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs when people who can see, like if you're paying any attention at all, if you're really paying attention and you see the government doing this and, you know, blame Trump or whoever, but it is all the same government. 
they're doing this. But then those same people want to call for that government to do more and to have more say in your lives and to contain this and that. Like their sanity should be questioned at this point. People who (laughs) who think the government is the solution to this. Because, I mean, look at South Korea. We got hit about the same time they did. They are weathering Mm. this so much better because the people there, you know, the government didn't lose its crap. And um, they were like, you know, wash your hands, keep your distance, stay sane, you know, keep mm-hmm. calm. And and they did. And they're doing so much better. That way, people, too, they didn't destroy their economy. Like this, to me, is where I go into more of a conspiratorial, maybe, mindset where why, mm-hmm. you know, the bubble, the bubble was already there. And the coronavirus is just something that that happened to be the catalyst of it bursting. Uh, you bring a good point. Is this because the economy was going to collapse mm-hmm. and they use this as an excuse um, for them to hyperinflate the economy. I don't know. See, this is the thing. Like a year and a half ago, I was on this show and I was telling people, right, March to June, they're going to fuck it. The, the economy is going to collapse. I was predicting this and everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. Especially liberals. They fucking hate me. Right. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, I'm like, you're, you're full of shit or whatever. And I was predicting this right before the presidential elections. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it has anything to do with Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter, but the establishment doesn't like Trump, regardless of whether or not he's doing good or bad. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I predicted that this would happen. And now a lot of people have predicted the same thing. You know, a lot of people are like Peter Schiff, he predicts this shit every day. Right. Okay. Yeah. Every day the world's going to end him. I get it. But I'm saying I nailed it within a few months saying this is going to happen around this time. Do you think the coronavirus could be an issue right now due to the fact that the economy was already collapsing yeah. and now they're using this as an escape goat regarding the economy? Yeah. I don't know. I do. I think that no matter like this was the perfect time for a crisis to come around. I think that it got played up so that it could because that that bubble like I went to a Mises event in Nashville a couple of years ago where uh, Jeff Dice and I think it was Bob Murphy and um, I can't remember the other man gentleman's name, but they had said the business Austrian business cycle predicts this stuff and it's really good at it. And here it's coming. It's coming again. They're doing the exact same things they were. And I think that the government loves the narrative that the virus scare, the pandemic caused this because then they can they can take no responsibility for decades of irresponsible uh, fiscal policy and then lay lay it off on this. This is the problem. And then those people will call for more and more. You know, the people that listen to them will call for more and more government to be instituted to make sure that, you know, people can can eat and and get their Trump bucks and things like that. And so yeah, I, I think that's going to yeah, be the, yeah. the, the biggest um, casualty in this whole thing will be the truth, of course, about the economy and how that bubble was going to burst. It just it was going to take something and it might, you know, might as well be this now. So I, I think agree. the economic yeah. problems are going to be with us for a long, long time, unfortunately. I think so, too. And, you know, I, it's so scary right now because of just how people are behaving. You know, mm-hmm. you see people walking down the street with these masks on and you see people, um, maybe now they're getting it. Well, here's the thing. Maybe it's the time for libertarians. I mean, mm-hmm. we're dealing with a, a situation where everyone, and here's a, a good thing. A good thing has come from this, I think, is that there has been so many people who are, have been status who are now questioning mm-hmm. 
Okay, like I'm looking at this like they're getting it. Like I saw the first, you know, the some of the first sightings of this. I'm going to call it a sighting because it's kind of a rare thing, right? <laughs> but was with the Jeffrey Epstein thing, right? Epstein didn't kill mm -hmm. himself. Why are so many Americans starting to question the state? And we have to ask ourselves, like, is this a sign? Maybe people are not buying this anymore. Maybe they've been lied to for so many years, for so many decades that people are just going, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Maybe a healthy amount of distrust has been embedded into our society and now is the time to act. Yeah. I mean, right now, I think is the time to act. Maybe. Not as a collapsitarian. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, but there could be good things from it if it does happen. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. But I mean, have you seen, you know what I'm talking about? You see normies sharing Epstein didn't kill right. himself. Normies. Yeah. You know, I, there, there's something to be said about this. I think, yes, I think in one way it's really good. And, and if, if we libertarians can, can grab those moments and get our voices out there enough, that it can be, although I, maybe you're a little more optimistic than I am. I am, I think about things like COINTELPRO, you know, and the, the, I think it was the church right. hearings, was it, or church, I can't remember, but after where they, you know, exposed how the FBI had actually tried to get Martin Luther King Jr. to kill himself, things like that. Um, these types of huge, dramatic revealings of the underbelly of the state have happened before. And people, people right. went, well, ain't that a shame? Glad that's cleared up, you know, and, and then they move on and they still call for more government. So I think with the Jeffrey Epstein thing is that people don't, they don't tend to blame the government as a whole. They don't see the system like we do. That's our job is to show them that the system itself creates these problems. It's not just that's a right. symptom. These aren't, these are symptoms of a sick institution. And so that's you right. know, that's that's our job is to make them understand see that it's deeper than just some bad actors. It's like when people say, well, the problem with police, just a few bad apples, spoiling it for everyone. No, it's the the procedures that are in place, it's the, the training idea yeah. of the police. Mm -hmm. That's right. And it's everything that they yeah, stand for. It's not and you're right. And I used to believe in like what you, you know, like mm -hmm. what you were saying. I like I do know good people who are in the police department. Right. That's different than they are part of the problem. Those people know that they are committing violence and aggression towards innocent people and they choose to sign up right. for it, right? I yeah. understand that. And they that. accept that privilege and that's every day. What, they accept their privilege. And they do. They can speed, they can commit those crimes, but they're not gonna get knocked on by their cops. And if they do, it's a system that polices their right. own, right? So if you're, a, if you're a cop who has morals, right? And you try to do the right thing and I'm gonna just enforce mm -hmm. the law and you see somebody else do something wrong and you try to rat on them, guess what? Your ass yep. is out. They're going to make sure your ass is out yeah, or killed. I know a couple of former you know, cops it, that that's happened to, actually. Right. So, I mean, we have to distrust the system altogether. Mm -hmm. And again, the system isn't built on freedom and liberty. The system is built on tyranny and aggression. Exactly. And this is how they make their money. This is how they conduct business. And this is where we have been lied to this entire time. And most, and it's hard, it's really hard for people to swallow, Sherry. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it really, it is, it's like, fuck, if you've been in a public school your whole life and you've been brainwashed by the state, <laughs> and this is the problem with public schooling, it's really hard. I mean, like, come on now, you understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. really hard to sell this message 
because they buy it. They eat it. They're like, oh my God, this, this guy, Johnny Rocket's a fucking piece of shit, asshole. Fuck right. him. But the cops know it. They know they're committing fucking crimes. They are committing aggression. Maybe not every one of them, but if they don't, they're not going to be in that business for right. long. There's, and that's the point I'm yeah, trying to say. They're still benefiting from that aggression that's that's done, even if they don't participate in it. It's when you stand by and do nothing, when you don't protest because your job could be lost. Like that's the thing. The thin blue line is them protecting themselves. It's not, it's not to protect people. Like uh, law enforcement is much, much different than peace officers. And I, I think in a libertarian society, if we ever had such a thing, there would be a place for peace officers. There would be a place for a person you could yeah, call investigators, you know, yeah. a person you could call say, Hey, these, these guys are, are fighting Maybe they should be split up. They're harassing right, me yeah. or that, yeah. that, there might be a place for that. That might be something that a, a town would want. But, you know, like the Andy Griffith style peace officer who's who just wants to help the community work out its problems. Right. They're more of a peacemaker. That is not what we have. We are so far from that. And the system is set up like when you have the federal government feeding local law enforcement military gear. Like we, it's amazing. I've seen photographs where they'll put like a, a police department next to like actual military and you can't tell the difference. And these are people that are supposed to be, you yeah. know, the, the protectors of you and your community. I don't think so because many of the people who are so concerned about the two A and you know, that their rights being taken away, they are also on the side of these guys. They think these guys are the good guys. And, and I, I want to just say something about Virginia because I think everything that happened in Virginia it sort of lulled people back into thinking that, well, the police won't turn on people because there were lots of police saying there, we will not take your guns. We're not going to do this. But I, I want to, to just emphasize that this is a frog in water situation. Like, you know, the old story of a, you put a frog. The old adage. Yeah. In, yeah. A, in a boil, a pot of water. And you just turn it in a, in a, a big yeah. pot and you turn but the you water. You, you know, it, it, and it, yeah, but this yeah. wasn't a slow turning up. This was a really fast. This was the polit the politicians made the mistake of trying to do this too fast because, and, and the reason I can tell you that that is the truth, that those same police officers in another circumstance that had happened a little slower would take your guns is because many other police officers around the country are still enacting red flag laws against people. Mm -hmm. They're still going and taking, That's right. uh, just because someone questioned them. Uh, you know, their, their sanity or their whatever, um, that they're still going to do that because it's, it was a slower turn up and they're taught that, you know, these people, they're not, they're not safe with a gun, even though they haven't done anything. They're former veterans, you know, a lot of them and yeah. uh, they might be, you know, crazy or something. So dangerous. Yeah. Yes. But that's the thing. And, you know, I, I'm just blown away by how much, I mean, I see it though. And I still see the people you know, down the street who wear the masks and who are believing this. Like I went to Circle K to get coffee mm -hmm. one morning, you know, and uh, I walked up to the cash register guy and there was two guys working behind there and one black dude with dreads and he's cool as fuck. I see him every morning. I'm like, hey brother, how you doing? And then a white guy, he's like, hey man. And uh, you know, we're talking, we're bullshitting. And I was just like, man, this is fucking nuts, man. Is this busy for you guys? And he's, they're like, oh, well, it's been busier than normal, but man, this coronavirus is fucking scary. And then you know, the other white guys like, yeah, well, you know, I, I think that they should lock up the city. And I'm like, why is that? Mm -hmm. And he's just like, well, it's just crazy. And I'm like, why though? Right. <laughs> I asked him, I said, well, at what expense? I mean, we don't even know anything about this. Why would you be willing to lock up everybody because mm -hmm. of this?
And he's just like, well, it's just the right thing to do to protect wow. people. And I'm like, well, maybe your intentions are, maybe you have good intentions, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has good right. outcomes, right? Because now you're, you know, and I had to basically school this guy and I didn't have that much time to go into my libertarian right. philosophy. <laughs> However, it's just fucking scary yeah. that people think that way, yeah. that people actually, and there's people in California, especially California, they're like, lock me up, lock right. me up. And I'm just like, you're a fucking dumbass, mm -hmm. dude. Like, I, I just want the option. Right. Now, if you want to stay at home and chill and like be safe and all that other shit, hey, that's on you. Right. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. But if you want to force the state to lock people down, now I have a fucking problem with you. Now it's personal, right. buddy, because now you're part of the problem. And again, we I, I look at it as like, I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want anyone to die. But at what expense? And I don't think closing down businesses per se, Sherry, was the right move. Right. I think you should leave that in the business's hands. If they want to shut down, if the business feels unsafe, if they drink the Kool-Aid, mm -hmm. right, they should have that right to say, hey, we're open yeah. and we're putting our people in danger, in danger, if they want to be. They don't have to be here, right. right? But they could quit. They could leave. They don't have to be here. But we're open and we have a bar here and we have alcohol or we have food or whatever. Right. That should be up to the business to make that choice. Right not the state. Yeah. That is all I'm about is choice. That is all I'm about. That's all I'm ab about yeah. spreading right now in this position because we don't know enough. I can't make a decision. I'm not a doctor. I don't know fucking viruses. Right. All I can say is- There are always pockets. Uh, yeah. There Go are ahead. always pockets of any anything that are worse than others at different times. So not every area is going to be equally exactly. affected for one. That's and, true. That's yeah, true. That, the situation you're talking about with the, the guy behind the counter- and just goes to show you how good the indoctrination system is when you can make people believe that they are not responsible for their safety, but the government is. And that that I people agree. being responsible yes. for themselves is somehow more dangerous to them. They, I mean, these people, the lock me up folks are the same people as the build the wall folks. They really are. They're the same people because <laughs> yes, they all yes, are yes. afraid of the outside and they're they're wanting to be locked down or locked in thinking that makes them safe when really it makes them a prisoner. And so I, I just, it's That's amazing right. to me, these, this kind of um, idiocy that comes out of this, but it's, it's a fear though. It's when you're, you know, I love that quote. It's one of my favorite ones ever from Dune, that fear is the mind killer. And it really is. And it doesn't mean that there's nothing to fear. But it just means you have to control that. You have to make your logic right. still, your your emotions still have to be subject to your logic. It still has to be the, the foundation upon which you act because fear That's makes right. people act in ways that are not rational and that are not predictable and that are scary. And we that's the last thing we need. Well, you know, and, and you've heard the jokes on Facebook, you know, like I, I've read the comments everywhere. It's like, well, you know, Everyone, please, whatever the scientist says, please disregard for this Facebook guy who seems to know more about it than you do. <laughs> well, we're not talking about what we know regarding the mm -hmm. virus, dumbass. You're the asshole because we're not saying that the virus isn't mm -hmm. there. We're not disproving that. We're not saying that. All we're saying is you cannot give up your liberty for safety. Mm -hmm. And if you do, you deserve neither, mm -hmm. right? So we can, we're not saying like, hey man, don't stay inside. You know, that, that's important that you do. All we're saying is please 
take care of yourself. You can make your, you're an adult, make your own right. decisions, what you're going to do with you right. and your how family. Does, how does right? me stay, or how does me going out and interacting with the world while you stay at home affect you? If you've decided that right. this is the thing that you need to do, that you're concerned and you're going to stay home, more power to you. But it doesn't affect you that I go out and get groceries and go to my appointments and do the things I need to do because I can, I know how to wash my hands. I know how to cover my mouth when I cough. I, you know, those kinds of things. I know how to stay back from people, like just like you would with a regular flu. This isn't rocket science. <laughs> no, it isn't. But again, you're right. And again, you know, you look at, you know, all the different things that are going on. You have now tanks being mobilized in scary. California, Washington, Illinois. There's, it's scary I, shit. It's martial law shit. Have you read, I, I read an article probably over a week ago now where the, the mayor of Champlain, Illinois, she basically wrote herself as queen of the town. And as I'm reading through what she actually, what they signed into, you know, law, one of the sections, I think it was section eight, you guys should go check it out, where it says that they might be able to take your property in order to, you know, do emergency, whatever they want to do. But it do, it's not just about taking your property for a little while. It's written in there that they can take the deed to your property. Why in the world would they need to take the deed to your property? And and I'm I was thinking I about this. And to me, it's kind of I thought this is the next level. Like they're going to take your property. And if you protest, they'll say, well, we'll take that friggin' deed. You better comply or we'll just take your wow. property. For me, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Like it's, if you're not going to allow them to just steamroll you and do what they want, then they have that extra little oomph to make you comply. And that way they don't have to shoot you. That's right. They don't have to have, you know, this big shootout because they don't want that. They don't want to cause that kind of panic where people are afraid of them. They want them to be more afraid of this virus and this crisis right now so that you will allow those tanks on your streets. It's scary. Right. And it's so oh, fucking scary. <laughs> it's scary. You know, and again, at what mm -hmm. cost? I mean, you know, I hate to say it, but I mean, if I was president, I'd be like, don't shut down. If you have workers who are mm -hmm. scared. You know, please advise them, you know, like it's up to you as a good business owner. Make sure that if they want to leave, they have mm -hmm. that choice. If they want to, you know, resign or, you know, take some time off, let them take some right. time off. You know, I wouldn't order anyone to yeah. do anything, but I would say, be careful. You know, like I'm not shutting yeah. shit down. And again, we're going to, there's going to be people who are sick and it may spread, but it's going to spread regardless of whether or not what laws or what bullshit you put in mm -hmm. place, right? It's kind of spread. It's just how it is. It's how it works. And, and any disease, like you just can't stop. It's like fighting the war on drugs. <laughs> it's an idea. Right. Like, how can you fight an idea? It's like the flu. It's like, it's a fucking thing that you're not going to be able, what are you going to do? You're going to spread like little tanks, like, you know, Ron Paul put, we're going to have little drone strikes against these viruses. Right. No, of course not. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit. And again, it maybe buys them some time, but at what expense? Mm -hmm. The economy? Right. Who think, knows? You know? Yeah, it, it, it makes sense like to stay home because of the capacity of hospitals. Like that's my my thing right now. We're kind of, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm in quarantine. I've stayed home because I don't need to go anywhere. And I figure- I'm broke. Yeah, that's why I'm staying <laughs> But you know, like, like it makes sense. Like to me- you have to sort through the truth and the lies, like the truth and the hysteria. So there is yeah. truth to the fact that hospitals can only take so many patients. And so you not only have right. an, an increase of people who actually 
when they get the virus may need to go to the hospital. But you also have the regular patients, the people having strokes and heart attacks and surgeries that that need the hospital as well. So that sure. capacity can get you know ramped up really quick. So why why put yourself in a situation I'm being responsible for myself and going, I'm just going to try and avoid getting sick because if I did happen to go to the hospital, that's not a good situation to put myself or anyone else in. That's right. And, um, and then you'll really be exposed to the right. coronavirus because the fuckers who have right. it are there, and, right? So I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. And so, it's, it's, it, you know, there are things that make sense and there are things that don't. If I still, if I need to go to the grocery store, though, I can still do that. If we're quarantined by the National Guards in our house, you're going to wait for them to deliver you some flour and a few crackers and say, thank you. Thank you, Daddy Government, for seeing me through. Like, this is That's terrible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, anyway, so this is Johnny Rocket with Sherry Volunteer. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Rock and roll. Hey, Johnny, what's up? That's so good. I haven't had any coffee this morning and I ran out of my supply and we just passed the last habitable planet in the Mesian sector. Oh, man. Wait, you have your own secret stash of coffee? What is it, a special blend or something? It's not a secret stash. I just have standards, okay? Oh, okay. Wait, what are they? Independence. What? Independence. Hmm, okay. Independence, my coffee is fearlessly independent. My coffee has no board members, no bank loans, no bullshit. Just blood, sweat, and tears, and no goddamn rulers. <laughs> well, I can always get behind independence, you know that, but it just seems a little over the top. It's just coffee. So are you saying that you like your coffee like our messaging, which is bold? Damn, really. My coffee is my lifeblood. This coffee <laughs> believes that human beings are perfectly capable of rational self-government, and I can't fly this fucking ship without Okay, it. okay, calm down. Uh, oh, look, ground control's coming by. Oh, and Ben has coffee with him. Hey guys, Ground Control here. I just checked out anarchocoffee.com and they're having a special 10% off promotional discount for Blastoff supporters. On top of that, supporters get 15% off on our Blastoff brew. Anarcho Coffee will deliver to you no matter where you are in the galaxy. You guys want some? Here you go, Johnny. I heard this coffee is amazing. <sighs> okay, all right. This is the best coffee I have ever had. Wait, what about your special blend? I think I just found it. Wow. Well, and it says right here that Anarcho Coffee is organically farmed, it's ethically sourced, and roast to order. And it's not stored in some dirty warehouse for six months before you get it. It's fresh, it's rich, and it's independent. <laughs> Just like you wanted. And they take Bitcoin, too. Well, make sure you check out anarchocoffee.com forward slash blastoff. Again, that's anarchocoffee.com forward slash blastoff. It's self-governed caffeine. Voluntary. Sherry, thanks so Hello. much for being here on the show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's always good to talk to you, Johnny. Yeah, thank you so much, Sherry. It's awesome. I mean, I remember our last days with the old uh, Johnny Rock and Launchpad. You were there on the very last show. So it's yeah, good to have you here true. for this special <laughs> edition. 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 There's an effect there. I'll add one later. The Corona Files. The Corona Files. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just so fucking stupid, right? So now, again, you know, you have the the military now being activated, National Guard, 
right? You、mm-hmm. have people now, you know, being forced and locked. That's so my daughters. So check this shit out. I wrote a report. I was texting my daughter and I said, you know, hey, what's going on there in California? And they're like, Daddy, we're locked up.、I'm、like, what? Yeah, we're in quarantine. Wow. I'm like, what do you mean you're in quarantine? And they're like, yeah, we're quarantined right now. We can't leave. Only thing we can do is go to the, the doctor or the grocery store.、Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? So I wrote a Facebook post and I'm like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm pissed. I want to、uh, get in my car and drive to California and be like, I'm going to rescue you, <laughs> dad to the rescue. Because、right. their mom is a very, very good She's a very good person, but she's not one of us. All right. So、mm-hmm. she is a nurse and she believes in the powers that be. And she does not share the same mentality that I do. Not saying that she's, you know, a horrible person, but、right. she just is ignorant in this department. And I just remember I just wanted to save him. So, and they're like, Daddy, no, 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 no. We're at home. We're being quarantined at home. I'm like, holy,、right. okay, well, that's a little better, but still, this was like five days ago. And、yeah. like the shit that's going through my head is concentration camps and them with fucking guards. And I mean,、I'm, we're not far from that, but I'm just saying, in my mind,、yeah. I'm seeing this visual, like I'm seeing Hitler bullshit, you know? And,、yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, I, it's just, I- it's fucking scary because my, my daughters now cannot go out anywhere, they're stuck inside.、Right. They can't do anything. I mean, like, why? Who are these people and what right do they have to tell、yeah. people what to do, especially when they are willing to make the risk themselves? And the other people who go out are making that risk also. So that's、mm-hmm. the thing that kind of bothers me is that when you go out and the other people go out, you are making an inherent risk. And that should be on you in regards to. You know, personal responsibility. Now, if I、right. go out and I get sick, well, that's kind of on me. I made that、mm-hmm. choice, but nobody told me I couldn't. And I think that's、right. the most valuable thing is the freedom to choose. Yeah. I feel like the state is sort of flexing in a lot of ways because, you know, the, the tanks in the streets of LA and, and the choke points to New York being, you know, having checkpoints at them and things like that. Those things are sort of flexing and saying, look at us, look what we can do, but they really can't. Like, even in California, where your girls are, they're telling them, you can still go to the grocery store, you can still go to the doctor. Who's going to know? If I'm out and I'm going somewhere, how are you going to know where I'm going? Like, they're,、yeah. they're basically showing the holes in their own system of, you know, where they said, you can do this, you can't do that, but how are they going to police that? It's going to be much more difficult unless they actually want to bring a martial law style clampdown. And they, I don't think they have the ability to do that nationwide if they wanted to. They can only do the major cities. And that's, that's I think, why they've got that presence there. And the other thing I think about is, you know, the, the sort of gilded cage. Like、right. we're, we're stuck at home. Like your people are, are at home and they're saying, just stay in your house. It's comfortable there. You have internet. You know, you have but, but isolation. <laughs> you have Netflix. You're good, right? <laughs> right, right. And so I think people are underestimating the power of isolation on, on folks as well. So,、yeah. like last、yeah. night, I did a hangout, my producer and I. We just did like a five hour hanging out with friends online just to keep people, you know, that community is really important. And it brings down the stress level for people just to talk to other people, to hear 
laughter to, to laugh themselves. Those are good things. So keep communicating with your friends, stay in touch. I had a friend who last night, he and his family did a game night with several other families online and they had a good time. So remember that because we don't want to make these, these things our cages because the more isolated we get as well, the more scared we do feel and the more we feel like we have to comply because we're unsure of what's going on really in the world. And yeah, I live 20 minutes from Oak Ridge, Tennessee, where the national labs are. And there's always a police presence there. But right now it's sort of the same thing there. They've got a lot of helicopters and I haven't heard about tanks yet. My, my producer lives out there, but they're protecting their, their areas, you know, their research facilities and things like that. We just have to remember though, that that show of force is maybe not what they want it to be or what they, they want us to believe it is. And that we should try and go about our business as much as possible by being safe though, being level-headed and trying not to overload the system as well, but don't believe the, the hype that they're trying to sell you, that we're the only people that can save you. Because no bullet is going to stop this virus. No, no That's right. building you in your house is going to stop the virus. Like It's out there. And if you've been exposed, you've already been exposed. It's, it's like the flu. You know, People get exposed all the time. Coronavirus is not new. This is a new... Um, mutation of it, but, but we'll get through it. It's a combination of SARS and the flu, you know, and Mm -hmm. here's the thing though, too, is let's talk about our economy, right? So like Mm. $2 trillion have been injected into our economy. Now more, I think it's, I, I've heard rumors. I think it's like 2 trillion a day. It's uh, 1 trillion a day. I've been hearing, I'm not a hundred percent on this. Um, It's hard to keep up with all of the news. (laughs) It really is. And I mean, it's a lot of confusion. And, you know, you have like a lot of web pages out there who are like, oh, yeah. And the governor of California is now shooting people in the face and all this bullshit. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of money that they're injecting. Right. So hyperinflation. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, like I was saying in my hate speech, what could go wrong? With all this money, the dollar is going to collapse and then they're Mm going to blame the coronavirus where I was thinking initially that this was already on. This was already on course. And maybe this is the scare. It's a big magic trick. Right. So, Mm -hmm. hey, the economy is going to collapse. We know it's going to collapse. Let's inject this coronavirus scare. Say it's the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Now, this is conspiratorial, whatever. Mm -hmm. I've been predicting this. And then say, let's pass some more laws while this shit is going on. Right. And nobody will know because no one's watching C-SPAN right now, including me. I should be fucking watching this shit like a hawk. I've been trying to, <laughs> you know, it's boring, right? It's shit sucks, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I should yeah. be watching this. I'm not. I'm, I'm just as bad as everyone else. But like, what are they passing? I know they're passing shit. They have to be. And what's yeah. in the bill? I've heard some some and seen some articles about the suspension of the Constitution. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but it was from a pretty reliable source. And I showed it to some people that are, you know, that I trust. Libertarian leaning. Liberal headed. Yeah. No, total libertarian anarchists that are in positions to, you know, that I respect and they've done a lot of work and they understand these things. And they're they're saying it's a possibility. They're not saying it's going to happen, but. They're saying that this is the kind of thing that brings that kind of draconian power grab to bear. And and what you were saying about the virus, like I, 
I don't think that, and, and I could be wrong, I don't know, but I don't think this was a man, I don't think this was a conspiracy, let's release the coronavirus now. And I think it happened and they saw that it was going to collapse the economy because the bubble was already there. I mean, people who are paying attention know that the the economy is always on the edge. Especially when this it's was the, centralized control, right? And you, Absolutely. Right, with the Fed, right? So they can print right. money at their leisure anytime. Mm-hmm. They can add more money in the yeah. system. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. And no, no, it's fine. And, and you know, so so that that happening, they saw it happening and they're like, well, let's go. Let's, this is the time. Like this is, we're ready to get in gear. So I, I think it's just a matter of them being able to use the crisis to to hide their economic and fiscal real irresponsibility. I think so too. And yeah. so I, I really think that that's, that's the part that people aren't paying attention to. People are more scared of the virus right now. And like people like my, my parents who are boomers, my grandmother who has um, kidney failure to a great extent and like is immunosuppressed, like they're staying home and they should. Those people should stay home. I'm not going to visit them right now. As much as I wanted to go down and make sure they're okay, I've just been checking in, making sure they have what they need. I am not going to go in there because I don't know if I have it or not, if I'm a carrier, because many people are asymptomatic when they get it. That's right. You have no idea. Right. Being smart. They're being smart by staying home. I don't need to take those precautions. I'm probably most likely not going to die, but I'm still staying home because I don't want to overcapacitate, you know, those kinds of things. So just, just remaining level-headed, and doing the things that that you personally need to do. And I think this is where, you know, we just all, the mentality that permeates the American culture is that the government has some sort of obligation to you and you have some sort of obligation to it. And we know that's just utter trite. That's that's, that's absolutely correct. What about the good things though, Sherry? Come on, like, let's talk about (laughs) some of the good things that can come from this. And I'm going to say on a positive note, there's no more fucking public schools. How's that for a fucking positive (laughs) note? I mean, we're all homeschoolers now. That's right. Maybe this is a good thing regarding this. Now, I don't know if we can undo the damage of homeschooling or of actually public schools from homeschooling. I don't know. But I think it's a great opportunity for if you do have kids is to teach them the ways of the force, right? Right. Well, you know, Pennsylvania schools, when they closed, they also closed all of their online learning, all of the online public school that they could do. They shut it down. I think they don't want people, they they don't want you to do self-care, right? They don't want you to take care of yourselves. They want you to have to come back. They want you to realize that, okay, this might be an unexpected break for your kids, right. but they still have to come back to this school. We still have to have their butt in the seat to get that money. And, <laughs> right. I mean, if you see, I, I, I saw this video and I posted it yesterday online and it, it freaking blows my mind, but these people have recorded their children going out and saying the pledge to their neighbor's flag across the street, even though they're out of school every morning, they're doing this Oh God! and they're seeing this as some great virtue. And I'm going, Oh my God, every, every apocalypse has to have its zombies, right? Like <laughs> here they are, Yeah. you know, it's, it, I'm not trying to blame the kids. It's not no, their fault. No, their parents not. should be fucking ashamed. I know. You should be ashamed. But they're not. They're proud. And, and they think this is such a great thing. And, and most of the people that commented on it are like, this is so wonderful. Good to see uh, them, you know, loving our United States. Like, 
like that's somehow yeah. gonna say, the magic sky cloth. You can go outside for that because magic sky cloth will protect you that's from right. coronavirus. Who knew? We all just need to become stainless <laughs> and we'll be protected. No, no. No, and, and there's yes. like a fine line, you know, on our last show, we had a thing. There's a fine line between nationalism and patriotism. And we've mm, even yes. talked about this. Like, oh, my God, you guys are fucking tools, you know, mm-hmm. to even think, you know, again, to trust the government blindly and everything yeah. they do is right. And our race is superior and we're superior because we're Americans is downright foolish. And if you yeah. think that you're a fucking moron. You know what? We are good. We're good individuals. We all want to create a good, positive community. Just because you belong to an organization doesn't mean that you are somehow greater than other people. Right. You know, it's like, we fought World War II. Last time I checked, I didn't do shit. I didn't fight no goddamn World War II. All right? And I haven't fought in any war since, right? Uh, I was Mm. in the military. I was in Korea. I technically was in a war, but... I mean, I didn't. I don't remember fucking fighting some goddamn war where there's bullets flying over my head. I don't yeah. remember that, and I can't say that. But again, just because you know people are fucking dumb, <laughs> it's nationalism, yeah. and that is fucking scary shit right there, man. Yeah. Whoa. Most of the time when someone calls themselves a patriot, I just roll my eyes because they don't really understand patriotism. Patriotism isn't going along with everything your government says you to do, and. <laughs> Like, I, I make the distinction between there is such a thing as pride of place. Like, I, I might be proud that I'm from East Tennessee because there's a culture that goes along with it. There's a history that's there that doesn't have anything to do with the government. No. And, and so you can have pride of place. And that's a that's a beautiful thing. That's a normal sure. human behavior, yeah, a normal like, human feeling. I get but you. Like, I, I, I like being in Arizona. I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I really like Arizona. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, Arizona's the best state. Is it? Depends on who. It's subjective, right? right? I mean, like... It may be the best to you, yeah. It may fine. be the best for me, but it may not mm-hmm. be the best for you. Maybe you want to be subjected to tyranny. Maybe that's your fucking calling. <laughs> and if you want to be part of that... Maybe that's your kink. Yeah. No maybe kink that's, shaming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Move your ass to North Korea and then come back later and say how much you fucking love. Go go to freaking Massachusetts. Or massive get close two enough. shits. That's right. Go there. Yeah. Tell us how much you love fucking freedom and liberty. You know, and I don't know. It's just it, it's just funny. People want to be led, and there's so many yeah. people out there who just want to play the game, follow blindly, walk into a fucking yeah. door. Doesn't matter. Just tell me yeah. what to do. You know, and you're yeah. just like, dude, fuck you. I think that's a symptom of the indoctrination because people didn't used to live like that. Our great grandparents didn't live that way. No, I mean the the people around here that created NASCAR were running from the police. You that's know, right. they were that's right. They were moonshiners and, and they <laughs> were you know fighting the revenueers and shooting at them when they came on their land. So how do we get back to that? That's what we need is people who recognize they have no right to come on your property. They have no right to impose their whatever on you. So I, I think, too, one of the, the big things that has kind of struck me during all of this is that, you know, we have a bunch of Americans that are stocking up on toilet paper and they're concerned about what to do next. And and they're wondering where they can go and be safe. And I thought these people, they have no right to ever, ever come down on immigrants who are trying to escape war zones like this is exactly what it feels like to, to, to the people that are most terrified, you know, the, and 
when you're escaping a war zone, you're actually in a real threat. I have a friend who, um, as a child, grew up in uh, Kosovo. And, you know, it was not easy. It was right. not good. And, you know, he's he's an anarchist now and, and, and sees it for what it was. But he was thankful. You know, and I would be too thankful to be here out of that situation. But so many Americans are so myopic in the way mm-hmm. that they look at the rest of the world. My friend, uh, Suzanne, sent me this thing where this guy's, he's, you know, she said something. He's like, well, where else in the world do you think you're going to go? There's nowhere else to go. And I was like, why is it so many Americans believe that the United States is the only place on God's green earth that they can have a good life? That's right. Everybody else is just in a hellhole, apparently. We're the only place you can have a good life. And by God, it's because of the United States government. That's right. Don't you forget it. And it's we need just, to start playing some patriotic so music right here. Yeah. No, but you're play right. That, play that Battle Helm of the Republic. You know what I really want to go to, though? And, and I, you know, I really do miss the show. But we should just go to Somalia. Just fucking take it over. <laughs> all the libertarians just show up. Hey, fuck right. you. We've been told to come here for all these yeah. years. You know, some maybe days. maybe they're not freaking out as much as the Americans are because, you know, these fuck. I mean... I don't know. I just think Americans Americans have been, you know, indoctrinated for this cush lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to survive. Let's just face it. The average American, the average American. I'm not saying Bill, the prepper out there, doesn't know how to survive. But I'm just saying like the average guy who like works downtown somewhere who has never, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe has seen an axe once in his life, doesn't own a gun. And there's no right that anyone should own a gun, you know, because that's violence, you know. Those kind of people. And there, there are plenty yeah. of them in the city, right? I think the whole, exactly what you're saying is true. And I think the whole shortage of toilet paper, people running out to buy really? toilet paper is an indicator of that. Because if they are more concerned about their comfort than being able to fucking eat. Trust like, me. I mean, there's leaves everywhere. I don't need toilet paper. I right? mean, if it came and, down, and down to clothes, it, you know. <laughs> if you've got clothes, you can cut those up. Make to- I can live without toilet paper. I can't live without, food. you know, food and water. Well, that's and, right. So. Yeah, I know. And I, I think that's a really interesting indicator. <laughs> I know. You know how many people don't know how to change a tire? I mean, fuck. I mean, yeah. we're in this world now. And again, you know. I've been I without toilet paper. People. It's called fucking, <laughs> you know, do your business and then yeah. jump in the shower. We've all done that. You know, we've all right, been there. Yeah. You know, we don't need fucking, to- do we really need it? No, I don't think we do. Yeah. But we're. I mean, it's nice. It's, it's comfortable. It's nice. How about this? Everyone buys a boudet. Uh, how about this? New, a boudet, could, yeah. Oh, I would love to. See what I'm saying? Everyone needs a boudet. <laughs> and if we all have one, right? That would solve the toilet paper crisis, right? But American but then, culture. Then they were using water. <laughs> who gives a shit? No I, pun intended, I, right? Greta. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if you own a boudet, that might be the best, you know. Yeah. I, I think what you're saying is really important, too, though. And I think for me personally, you know, to my onus in the situation, I had a few days worth of stocks and I, cause I always keep like enough firm an emergency, you know, if there's a flood or a tornado or something and I have enough for a few days, but it really showed me how unprepared I was. And even just like physically, mm. you know, I need to take, I, I've been working on my health, but you know, just, it was a reminder to me that things can change so quickly. Things can really like our illusion of, the society Safety. that we have, it Safety. breaks down really fast. And 
you know, I, I think that's that's one thing. You know, I can yell at other people for being stupid, but I've I'm been pretty stupid myself and not preparing a little better. So, I mean, I'm not going to move to the backwoods and, and start, you know, growing all my own food and all that. But, <laughs> I'm not going to buy gold and buy an arsenal and small, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, it's, it's not bad to have it's some good to of have. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, with you. be prepared and, and to be, you know, sort of have your, know that you and your family, that you can protect them, that you can... Like I, for me, I was like trying to tell my son, he's like, this is not going to be a big deal. This is just all going to blow over. And I'm like, maybe you could be right. I don't know because we don't know. We don't know. Like it could be that it all blows over. And then in a few weeks time, we're all laughing. Ha ha. That was like Y2K, right? It's funny. But it could be also that this is the thing. This is the time that it takes a really sharp downturn. And mm-hmm. You know, I want to be prepared. So I, I am for, you know, the next month or so I've got, I, I'm good. You got I, some I ramen, who, you got some guns, you got right? some gold and you got some Bitcoin just in case that shit goes down, yeah. you know, like and I whatever. Got booze. Got booze. And you got and, booze, you know, you know? yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Anyway, so Sherry, thank you so much for being here on this special yeah. coronavirus edition of Blast Off with Johnny Rocket. <laughs> Sherry, again. Thank you. It's been great. It's been good talking with you. Uh, okay, so uh, give us your dot coms so people can hear this special edition with Sherry Voluntary. You know, I, I'm kind of starting over. So the Sherry Voluntary show is still up on YouTube. You can still go see the old show. I'm working on a new one. So I don't really have too many dot coms, but uh, we have a new network that we're trying to branch out of from politics more into entertainment. That's, um, good. that's Funny Broke. Yeah, so you can go to funnybroke.com. I, I'm not sure if the website is quite up yet or not, but it will be soon. The The Facebook page, you can definitely go and, funny and join and take a look at. Yeah, funny, funny broke. broke. That's funny. <laughs> right? Is it because you guys yeah. are broke? We are broke, <laughs> There y'all. you go. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, you guys had a great uh, stint with us on uh, Launchpad Media, and we really appreciate yeah. it. And I love postcards from Somalia. A lot of people are like, man, that show was Thank great. And I'm like, I know. But I miss you guys yeah. over there. But, you know, yeah. and, and if funny broke doesn't work out, you guys can always come back to Somalia and yeah, pick it up you. where you left <laughs> off, you know? Yeah, we're still doing that show. I, you know, it's it's a little bit still, we're trying to work out how to fit it into the new, like non or less More entertainment platform, side of but, it, right? No, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally but, get uh, it. Yeah, I, we appreciate it too. It was a great, it was a great run. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, Sherry. So this is Johnny Rocket, always launching ideas here with this special edition and we'll see you all next week. Rock and roll. People get on the blast off. A blast off. Yes, we're on a trip on a rugged ship. Come on, folks, me. People get on done.